Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church at Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Today's scripture reading is from Revelations chapter 21, verses 9 through 11 and 22 through 26. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And in the spirit he carried me away to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. It has the glory of God and a radiance like a very rare jewel, like jasper, clear as crystal. I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God the Almighty and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God is its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. People will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations. Friends, let us pray. Almighty God, we ask that as your word is read and as it is proclaimed, that your spirit that dwells among us may show us the way, that it may set us on the path you are calling us to tread, to do the work you call us to do, to be the people who are living reflections of our creator, a creator that offers us life, a creator who shows us what it means to live in community with one another. We ask these things in your most holy name. Amen. So we hear these words from the book of Revelation. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God is its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. This is one of those readings from Revelation, one that I could probably preach on multiple times because there are so many ways in which it can apply to our lives today. The light, the light of God shining throughout the city, the nations that walk into it bringing their gifts and praise, and the people, the people who come into this new Jerusalem adding their own unique selves, their own unique selves to this brightly shining, multifaceted gem. The new Jerusalem, the city that came down from heaven, is something that we strive for as a church and something that we strive for as individuals as well. But the challenging part of this new Jerusalem is that the light of God, as we heard said, touches everything within the city. 
everything that exists within the new Jerusalem. And that means that no matter how hard we try, we'll have to come face to face with the things that we refuse to surrender to God. It could be hurt. It could be a sense of loss. It could be even anger. It could be sorrow. It could be a wide array of things. But we find that when we are not able to turn them over to God, it becomes hard to join a community that professes to have done just that. But the question is, have we done it? Friends, that is the question for us this morning. Have we done it? Have we done enough letting go to say that we have done our part? Can we honestly say that we have allowed the light of God to transform every aspect of our lives? Maybe we're at a point in life where we cannot yet affirm that we have allowed the light of God to change us, especially as we look around the world and see how our greed and selfishness, those desires appear to outweigh our concern for others. And our wayward sense of self has meant that we are willing to put lives at risk so that we can go out socializing as if our current landscape no longer exists. If we believe, friends, that God is with us, if we believe that God is with us, for us, and walking alongside us, then why haven't our lives been altered to reflect that belief and faith? You see, we often talk about what it means to be a spiritually transformed or a spiritually led church, a church that exists beyond the walls of its building, a church that goes out into the community. But perhaps we need to take a break, put the brakes on a little bit, and do a little soul searching. Recently, I've done a lot of thinking, as I'm sure you still have time to think as well. I've been doing a lot of thinking about the early church. Those early believers who met in homes and often were not able to meet regularly, regularly, it's one of those hard words, (laughs) tongue twisters, out of a fear that they would be arrested. I've been thinking about our fellow Christians around the world in places where practicing their faith might mean prison or death. And so they are compelled to practice their faith in private. You may be asking why I've been thinking about this, but I've thought about this because I've asked myself this question, that if we cannot stand worshiping from our home or by ourselves for a handful of months, what does that say about us? What does that say about our faith? As we look towards the new Jerusalem, we find there is no temple there. There is no temple there. There is no house of worship because the light of God touches everything in the city. 
And it is in this light where the people walk in the way of the Lord. It is not out of a sense of fear, which is important to know. It's not out of a sense of fear, but out of a sense of faith. And it is in this faith where we find God's highest law of love. In this law of love, we discover God asking us to be a little more patient, to be more caring, as we know this time will pass. In this ongoing season of life where many challenges present themselves, we have an opportunity to grow in our faith and our understanding of how our faith shapes our lives. So how will we allow the light that flows freely in this new Jerusalem to transform us, to renew us? What are the things that we have refused to let go of out of a sense of stubborn want? That process is not an easy one, but it is something that is doable and something that we can accomplish. There are moments when it is easy to let go, easy to alter our lives for the sake of others. And there are times when it is certainly more difficult. Yet all of this, both the easy and the difficult portions, are a part of the kingdom-building work God asks of us. It is work that cannot manifest if we offer our sacrifices, our talents, our time, with one hand open and one hand clasped shut behind our back. It won't work. It doesn't work that way. The life-building work God calls us to asks us to offer these sacrifices of our time, of our talents, of our care for one another with hands that are outstretched. Again, not with one hand open and one hand shut tight behind our backs. And friends, it is by the grace of God we are provided ample opportunities to walk on the illuminated pathways set in front of us by God. The new Jerusalem is made to shine like a rare jewel. It is made to shine like a bright jewel only because all those who come into it add what they have to glorify God in a way that is life-giving. That is the challenge for us today. That is the challenge for us in wherever place we are worshiping this morning. For us today, tomorrow, and the days ahead until our world changes for the better, in ways that God calls us to bring life. So are you, are we, together, in partnership with one another, willing to continue to do our part for the safety and well-being of all our neighbors, out of a deep sense of faith, out of a deep sense of trust and compassion, not out of fear, but of a love, a holy love for one another. It depends, I guess. It depends on whether the work that we have been doing in our hearts 
has been focused on what makes us feel good or work that helps us address the needs of others in the community God has called us to. So let us take up that challenge. And here, once again, these words from Revelation. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God is its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. People will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations. Friends, may we walk in the light of the glory of God together. And together, may we look deep within ourselves and look outward as well towards others, those whom God calls us to love and serve. And I believe, I believe that if we do that, then we may not only make the new Jerusalem a reality within our hearts, but a reality in the world around us as well. May our work, may our love, may our faith be a reflection of that shining gem that illumines not only our hearts, but the world, leading us on the life-giving path of God. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.